bit, no intro. I just learned this bitch, got an info. Pull up, it's a shit with 10 on the way, you can't even come see through the window. Tight nigga, they reach in your pack and they pull out some lint, and that nigga, you been broke. I'm digging out this house from the A name. Tight pull up in the whip, and the big go skirt. Hit the soul, fade away dirt. Run in the back, that bitch, lend the shirt. Expressions podcast, your host Chris. And today we have a different type of episode. I have someone here who, in my opinion, is an underground legend. I don't think he, he's gotten his flowers to any capacity really yet, but we're gonna we're gonna do our best job today. He isn't an artist and he isn't a producer, and he's not like, well, he is a host too. I've also had hosts on the show, but he's much, much more than a host. But we're gonna talk about his very, very fire host page. I'm joined here by self-described multimedia artist, and really, again, underground legend, Cole Grodson. Cole, welcome to the show, man. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure. Yo, what's up? Yeah, glad to be here. Appreciate the opportunity. Um, excited to, like, you know, dig deep into some creative stuff and talk about music, of course. Love it. Cool. So tell the people, can you just first describe yourself and a little bit more about what you do, who you are, sort of a thing? Yeah, um, I... I know, uh, like right now, I kind of have myself labeled as a multimedia artist, but it's really something I feel like that's constantly evolving and changing, you know, because um, for me, it's like I've kind of it's been an evolution. Like I started with photography and then got into video and then kind of graphic design and all of that. But it's those are all things I all do simultaneously because I really feel like they go hand in hand with each other. Um uh, but besides like doing things involved with like music, you know, music videos, cover art, whatever, there's also like more personal like art projects that I do um, that just have a different audience, you know? No, for sure. And, you know, going through your website before this, looking at not only the videos that you're credited in and just a little bit more, learn more about yourself, uh, your personal projects. I was looking through the photos. I love the Hidden City Appreciate like it. you're a really really good photographer you definitely are able to create some feelings in me when i'm looking at your work so thank you definitely a good sign of a good photographer if you ask me for sure bro uh yeah so we're gonna we're gonna get into we're gonna really get into everything and what you've really done so people can understand but before that 
take me to the beginning. Like, how did you first get involved and know you wanted to shoot music music videos and and yeah. create this sort of art? And talk a little bit where you where you from too as well. And uh... yeah, so I would say like there's kind of one like pivotal moment in my life that I feel like is the reason I do anything creative. Period. Yeah. Which is so I'm originally from Texas, um, and I moved from Texas to to Atlanta after my seventh grade year um, in middle school. So I started school in Atlanta in eighth grade and like eighth not in ninth grade, I really had no friends. So it was like, this was like the perfect time when SoundCloud was popping off like 2015, 16, 17. Yeah. Like, so like for those first two years, like I would just go home every day on SoundCloud and just find new music. And like also being in Atlanta at the time, I realized a lot of these were Atlanta artists. So like, it made me want to like I'd see the cover arts and be like, damn, I feel like I could do something better, you know, or like take a different approach. Um, so it really just started with that. And then eventually one of my like close friends um, started making music and he was the he was the the first person I shot a music video with. And um, we still do music videos to this day. But really, I would just say like moving to Atlanta and then like with that happening and being in like the it was like the right place right time to get these opportunities to shoot with people and everything like it was just meant to be I feel like I don't know so who were who were figures in the Atlanta underground scene that was that were coming up during that 15 16 time obviously yeah I can name a lot of them and I I think I know what you who you're gonna talk about because obviously yeah. I went through your Instagram looking through everything but for the people out there, who for you was were you like captivated by? Were you like trying to shoot with? Like, yeah, who's in, who's influencing you? Yeah, I would say like off rip. Like, I think the first few artists I got into were like um, Uno and Fani and Cardi. But yeah. I I realized that like there was a little bit where I was listening to uh, I forget which one of them, but one of their like one of the one of those artists' music for a little bit, and I didn't realize it was them. So like I was like already listened to them and then I figured out who they were you know um but it was definitely those three for a while um you know things are a lot different now but um it's just like you know like every every year there's a new wave of artists out of Atlanta so um then I remember like shortly after that um it was like 10k and Tony and like 645 AR and Reddo um but like in between there was also like Lone and Nisus, um and like Slime Cito, all of them. It was just, it was like all these, cause all the, it was like all at the same time, but there's all these different like groups of people, you know? Mm, yeah. So many legends you just named right there. And something I want to touch upon now is you have a photo from 2018. Yeah. Of, of Destroy Lonely and Nisus together. And I think it's a photo. The second photo is of you alone or is that you? Or is it No, some, it's uh, it was somebody some, else. Yeah, I think it's some, uh, it was like a producer or somebody. We were actually, so it was actually during a video shoot um, and the video never came out for, there was something, some legal thing wrong with like. Oh, stuff that's that so disappointing to hear. That's but, so disappointing um, to hear. It was like, I had, I was with my friend uh, who like knew them and we pulled up at, at like this like studio trap house in like Clayton County, Georgia um which is like i don't know like 20 30 minutes from where i've stayed at yeah uh, no we actually no 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 we actually met 
loan and his girl at the time like somewhere and like we got in their car and then they drove us to um the studio place but it was like just like a crazy ass situation and we shot this video and then I was that was probably like my fifth or sixth video I had ever shot mm. and like I remember I was like editing in in school like hyped as fuck <laughs> like, and then it when it didn't drop it kind of bummed me out but like ultimately it's still like a formative moment yeah wow there's there's a lot to talk about right there first explain to me you've been tapped in forever but like really really tapped in right yeah. like you're not just like tapped in like destroy lonely in 2018 like that's a long time ago that's like a really 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 long time ago and obviously you probably yeah. knew him before that you're listening to his music he's yeah. obviously you're, you're in atlanta he's in atlanta so you know just being around the scene in general how have you been so tapped in and what what motivates you to just find like some guy with 250 SoundCloud followers and you're listening and you're like, oh, this guy's the next greatest artist in the world. I don't know. It's just it's just finding that like new sound that like next sound like it's like it's like the experimentation. You know, you listen to mainstream music, a lot of artists, and it's the same things over and over again, or they're biting something off of somebody in the underground like you'll find somebody like you say with 200 followers that's doing something you've never heard before and you're just listening like this is amazing like this person could be huge right now and it's just like there's a, a part of it that's like you know like oh I'm early to this artist but like that's kind of sometimes you know just like an ego thing for some people um but like if I find people like that I'll try and lock in with them if they need cover art videos like if I really believe in them I don't care about the bread like I'll do it for free and you know try and like get them connects and help them like go up and it's just like like i don't like to gatekeep like shit like that yeah i completely agree that gatekeeping is fucking stupid but i just need to say I, the the community as a whole maybe people don't say this to you but thank you for again the, the bread isn't deep if you believe in someone you're helping them out like that shit yeah. is beautiful that's what's about it's about giving back giving back to the people who essentially you're gonna get the torch the torch pass to them right exactly yeah yeah that's so beautiful man wait cole we appreciate you man if, if they haven't told you already we appreciate you out here so something i'm fucking interested in is how as someone who wants to shoot a music video how do you get your first music video like what was your first music video and how do you get it because like for example if i'm a producer like i could send you beats and I yeah. gave my first place by sending you beats, right? Yeah. It's like a music video. Someone someone who's shooting music videos, like, yeah, how do you accomplish that? Walk me through that. I don't understand. I mean, uh, so I can say before I was like shooting and editing music videos, mm -hmm. there I was doing some video stuff. Like I remember like, well, so when I first started like taking pictures, it was like at car shows. And so then eventually, like I was only doing photos and eventually I would take photos and videos at the car shows. So that was part of it. And then um, I was I, play, I was playing lacrosse for a little bit in high school. Wow, you were playing lacrosse. <laughs> I used to play lacrosse too. That's, yeah, I, so, I never thought that would ever be brought up on this podcast. Crazy. It was cra it's a crazy sport. That's fun. Yeah. I kind of miss those days. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's a time too where I was like making some like little videos about like stringing lacrosse sticks and then some like Casey Neistat like inspired vlog like yeah, yeah, not, yeah. What, you know, a, what a legend Casey Neistat is. yeah yeah and then um yeah and then I think 
I had just got my driver's license. So it was like the summer during 10th grade or like after 10th grade, I yeah. think I shot my first music video and that it's, it's not that great. Like obviously now looking back on it, but like, like at the time I was like, damn, like this is crazy. And it's cool to like look back now and see that progression. But like, if you're wanting to get into shooting videos, like you just have to really reach out to people. I feel like that's really all it's about. If you want to try and shoot some, some, something with somebody, just, you know, send them a message and, you know, see, just like explain what you're trying to do. Like I've, I've, you can say, you know, I've done some video stuff before. I'm trying to do a music video and get into it. I'll do something free of charge. Like, just like be really open about it. So there's no like ex solid expectations, you know? Um, but yeah, cause like you said, you can't be like, oh, I want to shoot a music video and you don't have a music video to show. So, you know, if you have other footage too, or like a little edit or some concert recap or something that would definitely be beneficial as well. Um, but it's really just the communication, I feel like, and being like open and positive, all of that. Yeah, that's great fucking advice. So cool. Really simple. Simply put there, be open, be transparent about, okay, this is where I'm at. And again, go to a car show, take some cool vids, take some cool, yeah. and make some cool edits, make it look cool. Make it even make it look like some uh, video for some underground artists, even just have cars, right? Get creative. And just another yeah. thing too mm -hmm. is um, you know, you could have a camera and be wanting to shoot music videos for people. Um, but if you're also into the editing aspect of it, you know, you can just um download some music video footage off YouTube and you know, which I used to do. I used to remake, you know, music video edits to different songs of like an artist with footage from other videos. And that's a way too to, you know, show what you can do. Um, you could show that to somebody and then um they'd be you know down to shoot with you just based off like what you can edit wise yeah that's also very very good advice uh because again you can start to build a portfolio like that a body of work to say hey look i've actually done this now yeah that's great advice anyone who's listening to this looking looking to shoot music videos this man is giving you gold right now and now let's talk about how he has an immense immense amount of credibility Let's talk about who he's worked with. Let's give out the resume. Cole, what do you think of your resume? Don't tell me. We've already spoken about some people that yeah. you're, and you've worked with and music videos you've worked on. But before I go through this list, and it's not even the whole thing, I might run out of breath doing this too. But the people need to understand. But what do you think? What do you think you personally about the body work you've achieved so far? Like really? I mean, it's yeah, it's honestly, it's pretty like unreal to me still. Like I'll pull up my website. Crazy. And I'll see like what's there. Like, look at I have like a YouTube playlist, you know, with all the videos yep. I worked on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I always think about like, damn, like if I was 15 right now looking at what I was doing, I'd be mind blown. Like, and to think that like there's still, you know, years down the road to do more, more stuff is crazy. Um, and I never like, I'm super grateful to like be in this position. Like, not that I'm like, you know, famous or rich or anything off of any of this, but like, this is like something that I've worked a long time for to be here. Yeah. yeah. Something that I need to bring back what you just said is I know my younger self would be proud of me. And I think that's like such a powerful lens to look through your life at, because I think about like my 15 year old self and 
if my 15 year old self thought I was lame, I'd be very disappointed because that right. means yeah. I fucked up. Like 15 year old me, full of life, energy. I still am, but you know, everything's bright, optimistic as hell. If my 15 year old self was disappointed in who I turned into, I would, that would basically be a very strong indicator too that I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to be doing in life right now, you know? No, definitely 100%. Yeah. So I, I love that. So, Let's get right into it. Here's here's who you've made. You've been credited on. I, I want to ask about what exactly you do too, because I don't, like I said, I have no experience. I don't know, but yeah, we're talking about what you you're doing in analog, mixed media, directing your own video, like CRT, cover art, and what you prefer. We'll oh, get into that yeah. though. All a lot of those terms, I have no fucking idea what they mean either. But without further ado, B one Ben. Or BFF Ben. I love his music though. Whatever he goes by now. Candy Paint, Drippin' So Pretty, D Savage, East Bay Tay, The New Lancy Folks, and Sexy Red Song, Lunchbox, Daredevil, Thrax, Nesis, The Legendary Thousand Band Fawny. The Legendary Thousand Band Fawny. Okay. That was a full circle moment right there. I can't. Yeah. And you have some really early videos and shoots and you've been at his shows and shit with him like i i, I need to know about Fawny man he's a idol to me osm campo soja brat my guy 13 degrees always until japan chulo trippy red bear one boss jace can can maddox sgp sgp excuse me pasta flaco tony show specifically real runs which is Quite possibly one of the greatest songs that have ever been conceived by a human being. Legendary moment. Warhol, Wavy, Wavy's Revenge, 10K Duncan, Slum Sixes, Young Fazo, ATL Smook, The Great Osama Son, and uh, the legendary X and Sex as well. You did some things. Um, I mean, what can we say? What can we say right now, Cole? I don't know what to say. Tell, tell me something to say right now about all that. I mean, it's just like to me, that's just like uh, when I look at it, I just think about all the hard work I put in and the time I've spent like because I mean, there was years of just like being pretty ass at what I do and like <laughs> spending day after day on the computer editing and like shooting and like obviously I loved it and enjoyed it. But like I was just been waiting to the get to the point where I was like doing stuff that was kind of more relevant you know and not just for the homie mm. yeah that definitely is something that's very commendable man the work that you've put in i appreciate that the work has to be done right someone that's has to good. do it so yeah and obviously what you do you you put all the effort into world in in all the effort of in the world into it because obviously people love working with you and they love your art i can agree i've Thank gone you. through youtube playlists going through the whole entire and that ladies and gentlemen that's not even all the people he's worked with i i've i i just try to take the best bits and pieces i could and people that yeah. also mean a lot to me there's hella people that aren't even on there i just figured that it would be overkill at that point but the point has been made so something i'm curious about is how do you get these opportunities to work with these people yeah. i guess is the best way like being on that lancy sexy red song like sexy red is one of the biggest <laughs> artists in the country right now like right? literally two or three days before i worked on that video i said to myself i need to do a sexy red video and then it happened to like speaking so, into existence 
I mean, so the, yeah, to answer your question, like there's a lot of videos where like I do like kind of speak it into existence or like, I'll, like really get into an artist's music. Like for example, Thrax, I was like really got into his music and I was like, damn, I need to do a video for him. And then I don't know, a month or two later, like it just, you know, came my way, but it it really ranges like sometimes it is a manager from an artist hitting you up or like you know somebody from the label um for me I would say that's more rare a lot of it comes from directors um that are shooting videos and editing videos and then they want me to you know um do some color grading or other effects um and then there's also a good majority that comes from other like of my just like editor friends that are in the community um and you know they'll just you know it, it ask if I want to do something on the video and sometimes it's free sometimes it's paid um but it's I'm still like you know at this point where I'm just taking you know whatever not whatever opportunity I opportunities I can get but stuff that's like I know is going to help me progress yeah certainly and a lot of shit that you do is <laughs> helping you progress to say the least sexy red lancy like yeah that's for sure helping you progress how have you achieved such strong footing in i guess um this this industry whatever we want to how would you what would you call it like, yeah i i guess music, yeah, like the music video business is like in my head but like yeah I, I, like, yeah I think in general just kind of like the music video like creative side like there's like because there's kind of like I'm still I would say it's still the underground like because yeah. there's like the, there's the real industry side like where it's the music videos that have you know a big production with a team of lyrical lemonade type 20, of things yeah. I feel like yeah exactly versus like a lot of stuff I'm involved in is like you know maybe there's a director and like one or two people helping out with the video and then they're editing it themselves or we have people you know uh online editing it um but <clears throat> i think for the most part um i don't know i'd have to say i kind of forgot what we were talking about for a second you're good you're good you're good basically i was saying how you have you achieved because i i asked a fucking i asked oh, a yeah. question about what we were talking about basically how have you achieved such a good reputation like seems like oh yeah i got people you. are always trying to work with you always sending like someone who isn't that good or just maybe is not in the mix yet isn't getting like the new lancy sexy red song just like slid across their desk one day yeah i think you know it, I mean? so really, have you gotten to that point yeah i think it's really like also kind of goes back to communication and like showing love to people and and like really like bringing together the community you know like um, a lot of my like I have a ton of friends online through Instagram that I've never like met in real life but you know we'll talk on discord or dm or and they're in the U.S. or in other countries that also edit so that I've known for one two three years now and those are the people that'll you know include you on a video or reach out or all you know throw something their way and I think that's how you slowly build up a reputation um but also on top of that, you know, there obviously is the Instagram fact of, you know, um, followers and like if, you know, when when somebody goes to your account and they see they're like, oh, they're followed by this director, or this yeah, of course, artist, of course. or that's all real. 
this label person, you know, all of that plays a factor into it as well. Um, but also a big majority of it is the work, like just you have to have work to show for what you do. Um, but overall, like connections do tend to beat work at the end of the day, like who you know is going to get you farther than how good you are at what you do. So you really just have to have a balance. Yeah, cool. That's top three realest thing ever been said on this podcast. Everyone listening, that is 100% true. It's, it gets to a point where it, if someone who you know you're better than happens to have the right connections and those the right people, I'm sorry, but if I'm not a betting man, but I think I know I'm going to place my bet on if that's the case, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And whether that's fortunate or unfortunate or unfortunate, that's unfair. I mean, it's life. Just, so. It's just the game, honestly. It's just the game. Just life, exactly. Um, Cool. Something, though, I'd like to talk about now is... I'm trying to learn on this podcast. I'm trying to learn from the artists and the producers and the creatives that come on. Can you, can you just explain to me, you've been, you, you get credited for just a bunch of different things. You get, you've like uh, done like the analog for music videos, mixed media, directing your own video, editing it, doing cover art, like coloring CRT. I don't know what some of that means. So like, explain to me like all the shit you do and all the things you can be credited for as it, it just yeah. it, overall in the music video, how, how many, you know, work and pieces go into this? Yeah, I mean, you know, so obviously there's music videos where it's one person that does the whole video. And then there's, you know, some that is a handful of people and there's some that is a huge team of people. But I'd say in general, you know, like usually directing is kind of a vague term, I feel like, because a lot of people will just say just straight up, oh, I directed this video but they also did shoot it, edit it, and, you know, do effects. Um, but in kind of more simple terms, I guess, directing and like a proper, you know, setup or production would be the person that's kind of calling the shots and, you know, telling the person who's operating the camera what to do and whatnot. Um, but for me, I'm still kind of at the level where like, I will direct, shoot and edit and do effects on a whole video if it's just me shooting. But with the more like kind of bigger videos I'm you know not really shooting those yet hopefully one day um but things like um so the analog and CRT are kind of the same term um those are actually I can show you here these um TVs yeah yeah um, yeah and there's I have this device up here that has these knobs on it and stuff that lets you do glitches on the screen when you have like video displayed um so I can like display a video on there from my computer yeah. and mess with it and record it off the screen. Um, so that's kind of what the analog CRT stuff is. Yeah, um, that's so fucking cool, though. Can you kind of explain to to the to the people listening what exactly you showed me right there, though? Because yeah, so, so like, I showed it, I showed you I showed him like two of my TVs just sitting on the shelf here, and then I have this. How thing. old are those TVs, though? They're probably. 30 20 30 maybe 40 years old these are some um, old tvs people i'm telling you i'm telling the truth yeah yeah and then this is a video synthesizer it um it has all these like knobs and buttons on the top of it that yeah. you press them and twist them and they um basically bend the circuits inside the machine that affects the signal of the video 
which causes glitches and frame tears and color weird color things um and it's a whole it gets deep there's a lot i haven't learned about that yet that is that's so incredible though and obviously it creates this really really cool aesthetic though that i think a lot of people yeah. do right now it seems uh but that's a crazy process to do that though that's crazy it took a long time to learn that and get into it because it's one of those things where not a lot of people do it and you can't really just there's nobody that you're really gonna be able to dm that's kind of hit you back and give you the sauce you know you have to figure it out yourself which i try and help out people when they ask me but when i was trying to get into it that's how it was um but i guess one of the other main things besides that is like the mixed media animation um and there's lots of different ways that people do that but for me it's really kind of generally printing out the still frames from a video um and then doing kind of real life physical um alterations to them whether it's scratching them with a knife or some sandpaper or coloring on them painting them burning them getting them wet the list could go on forever and then you kind of scan these images back into the computer and line it back up to the video and then it plays and you've created some thing that looks like a video but has all these real life textures in it um and that's really kind of why i like doing that bringing the, the real world into the digital um, how did you how did you even learn how to do that like how, what that, was that process like because that, that that's, was, a, that's, a, that's amazing the way you described that i'm like wow holy shit that that's really incredible what you're able to do and like you said yeah. bringing the real world into the digital like that's incredible so how how she get around to learning that one it was really mainly figuring out on my own because when I was when I, I would see it in music videos from uh, this director named Lone Wolf. I'm sure you may have heard of him. He does a lot of lucky video music videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I would see it in his videos back in like 2017, 18. May I don't think 2016, but around that time. And I was like, how the fuck is he doing this? Like, what is this? Like, I've never seen it before. And like I said, there was, I couldn't find any information about it online. And um, there was literally one day he posted on his Instagram story, a picture of the video images on a piece of paper. And when I saw that, I knew exactly what he was doing. So then I tried to do it. And since then, I've just been like trying to get like to be honest i didn't really start doing the mixed media till the beginning of this year um but like from like 2018 until the beginning of this year i had i would do it every once in a while you feel me but like at the beginning of this year is when i like really was like all right i'm gonna like really lock in on this and get better at it and try to make it like one of my other like staples in addition to like the analog crt stuff Wow, that is so cool. I think that's incredible how you were able to see just a story from Lone Wolf and be like, oh, yeah, I know what he's doing. <laughs> like, it was There was ridiculous. definitely experimentation after seeing that. Yeah. But like, to an extent, it was like he was kind of like leaking the sauce. I mean, partially, it was also at a time when I was like still new getting into video, whereas I feel like now, like if I saw something like that, I would have like, been able to figure it out more on my own 
just by like having a better understanding of like video editing in general yeah yeah no for sure and i think also the point i'm trying to make too is what you said like he's leaking the sauce but it's like your ability to see like oh that's the sauce and like you know exactly what he's doing though not exactly exactly yeah. you mentioned experimentation but the fact that you have a general idea even to me just, that's impressive yeah somebody else different. could look at it and have no idea you know? like myself i look at that and no idea what that man is doing i'm like oh good for him man i hope he's having a good day it's crazy how it goes yeah it is crazy. it is really really crazy so cool something i want to talk about right now is skull crusher radio uh legendary host page in my opinion you have some classics on there the name though skull crusher radio so fucking yeah. good really good name really good name I gotta, I gotta give the respect there. I'm a big fan of it. Thank uh, you. Until Japan, no option. Your biggest song on there, forty thousand streams. Crazy. Legendary song, and it was the first drop too. That was that's wild. crazy. That's so crazy. How long ago was, was that? I want to say it was. I think it just turned a year old. Honestly, a couple days ago. Maybe. Um, it was definitely around this time last in last fall in 2022. Yeah, well, Japan just dropped Safe Travels literally yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Shit, you listen to it? Yeah, I listened through a couple times. Definitely, Thoughts? uh, definitely still like forming my opinions on it. It's a definitely a different like step forward from his last project. Yeah, digesting it. Yeah, what I know for a fact though is Kiss and Tell. Uh until Japan on the Clams Casino beat is a song that is, will be something yeah. that will always be a favorite. Wild production on there for sure. Absolutely incredible production. Shout out until Japan. Thank you for your music, man. If you ever hear this, you mm-hmm. have another song that's fire. I never heard before. Literally until today, when I was looking through looking through all your shit, uh, Kill Sane back to back. That's all. Oh, yeah. Fire. That was <laughs> another one that went up on a surprise. Also. Like when I dropped with that artist Killsane, he probably he I mean he still he still only has like a little bit of a following, but like he really had almost no following at that time. And it that shit we dropped it and it went like it was getting a thousand plays like the first day. We were like, what the fuck? Yeah, has twenty two thousand right now, which is insane. Uh you also have songs with Thrax, Nezus, Glock Kitty, Zucchini, Project Foreplay, bunch of other dudes as well who I fuck with. Why'd you start a host page? Why'd you even make it? What what is what is yeah. the origin story of Skull, Skull Crusher Radio? Well, um, I mean, yeah, so like obviously this host page is only about like a year old right now, but I've been on SoundCloud for many years. Um yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my like main like personal like page, I have like um a lot of like snippets posted on there and like cut out features you know like it's an artist on a song with another artist that is just you don't like or is ass and there's the cut out feature or yeah. like um mixes like on my main like soundcloud i think it just is like cold or something and like there's a couple songs on there that have a few hundred thousand plays too and that's just over like years of having the account and it has like i think maybe 1300 followers and so that was part of it too because i was like damn i want to start hosting but i don't want to drop on this account because it's it was full of time actually and it had all this like you know unofficial like music i wanted to like start a new page that 
would be official drops, like not like leaks or snippets or whatever. Um, so that's really kind of why I did that. And to get like the first drop on there, I don't really remember exactly how it went down, but it was just timing where like I found Japan's music and then he, I, I want to say he had at least less than like a, a thousand followers on Instagram at the time. And um, I honestly, I just DM'd him. He was like down to run the drop. I was like, I haven't like posted anything on this page yet. Like this is gonna be the first song. And like, he just fucked with me like and we did it and that shit went up and now it's a year later and he's you know has a really kind of big fan base for one year did you always know until japan was next up did you yeah honestly like yeah i I remember when (laughs) yeah i remember when he when i listened to the song that was on his soundcloud at that time when i hit him to do the drop i was like yeah these are crazy and when he sent me that song to, to do the drop, I was like, oh, this is this is going to be the, like it's going to go up. I sent it to there was I had I was in this I'm in this one like Instagram group chat that was like it's kind of dead now, but it was just a bunch of people that were like hella into like, Uno the activist. And uh, I had one friend in there. I showed him Japan shit and he really got into it also. So for like months we were just like listening his shit and like watching him just go up every drop like getting more plays more likes more reposts like it's just it's that's the most exciting thing to watch like shit just grow organically like that yeah i completely agree it's it's just a crazy feeling and you really do feel like you're a part of it and i think you are a part of it you know being the first people to comment to like to repost this shit to tell a friend hey listen to until japan like you being that tapped in early like you're the building block building blocks of the foundation that is an artist's fan base and it's so it's a crazy thing to be a part of to see obviously where he's at now where all eyes are on him i mean that he's getting like a thousand plays in like the first like few hours of this dropping a tape like that shit's crazy on every song bro so the come up is crazy anything cool planned for skull crusher radio in the near future or future or just it's just something that times from time to time it will just happen yeah i mean honestly i i'm i'm trying to run a new drop like really soon um i'm just um figuring out like who i want to see is interested in doing it you feel me mm-hmm. uh, it has probably i think been like maybe like two months but um you know, it's hard sometimes like people, you know, aren't don't want to drop or they because like I don't I don't I don't like pay people to drop yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Like I know, so, uh, there's a lot of hosts who do do that and there's a mm-hmm. lot of hosts who don't do that. But I like I do it just like off of like us fucking with each other. Like, yep. you know, because like I also do the cover arts for the songs on there, too. So it's like I'm a you know, we can we're going to drop this song. It's probably going to do good plays. It's going to have cool cover art like. And like me, like sharing it, you know, on my like platform too is gonna help the artist get eyes on social media outside of SoundCloud too. So, um, you know, they're getting something out of it as well. And because I I know like there's also some hosts who like honestly are just really in this for some like clout shit, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like understandable. But like that's not why I do any of it really. Yeah, uh, hosting is such a unique thing that it's it's like nothing 
else in the world really such yeah. a it, it, it is really cool though because you know you get to see these hosts that are now like larger than life like slump audios or like dj fat and the amount of times i found someone through those pages and i'm like wow yeah. I really fuck with them like they provide such a valuable service regardless of yeah. who it is or what, what what their main goal is regardless like i do think they do a really good thing in the community and like put people on to uh who people are fucking with and whatnot and and what i like about your page too is like uh and i see this with a lot of host pages that are my favorite which is you just posting what you like it's almost like a different sort of social media page like it's like you have your instagram and your yeah. Twitter, like your soundcloud is a reflection of what you when you post as a host of like what you like and what your interests are right now because again japan a year ago right now in the fall like now a year later he's who he is and he's like oh okay Skull Crusher Radio has good taste. Yeah. They have good taste. Right. Crazy timing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Something else I really want to talk about, because you clearly are a huge Uno the Activist fan. You've mentioned yeah. in the group chat just about people talking about when Uno the Activist is going to drop. I'm a major Uno fan as well. Fawny as well, excuse me. You've been at a lot of the live shows, shooting uh you know shooting a bunch of uh, footage for them i'd imagine taking photos you have your own music video directed with fawny what was it like meeting and being around those guys because we're sort of a we're sort of a similar age and i remember for me like when i was in high school and you're talking about like 15 and 16 and 17 like fawny uno like those dudes i used to listen to a shit ton even today i still this shit will still get plays all the time. Yeah, so, so what was it like to be around those guys? Because I feel like even all the way back then, like that's got to be crazy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I'll st- I'll start off just by saying like I by any means haven't been around them like a lot, but there's definitely been a handful of times. Yeah, yeah. But, but like to me, uh, handful. <laughs> no, I feel you. Yeah, I feel once, you. More than once is a lot. I just didn't want to make it seem like I yeah, was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and that's my fault too. That's my fault too. To yeah, fair. no, no, we're good. But yeah, I think um, probably I was, yeah, I was listening to their music for like definitely at least two years before I ever got to see them like do a show. Um, and definitely, so Uno, I remember it was a um, Clan Life clothing show that um, they've done a lot of like clothing collaborations with Uno and Fawny like themselves, but it was for uh, the live shine die like release party concert or something in atlanta and i think that was either the first or second time i saw uno and it was a small ass venue there was probably like less than 50 people there and i was just like right up there like the stage was like like knee high you feel me like it wasn't like chest yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. it was just like super like you know almost like intimate and like close yeah. up and, like personal and that was just like an unreal like moment hearing songs that I'd listened to like on repeat, like performed live right in front of you. Um, and then I think um, they did the hate me now, love me later tour. And it was Uno funny Warhol. That was a crazy show. That sounds uh, insane. And that I remember probably I was like in junior year of high school and, you know, you know, the producer Roland, um, mm-hmm. And him and I have like low key been following each other for a while. 
and like talked about working but haven't like been able to get around to it quite yet but I remember back like in high school there in that when I was in 11th grade he was he had damn me and he was trying to get me to pull up to the studio to shoot with him and Fawny and like I just couldn't do it because I was like in school and I had a job and they wanted me to pull up at like like one in the morning on like a Wednesday or a Thursday and I was just like I just can't like make this happen so yeah like this last spring when I ended up do actually getting the video with to do a video with Fawny was like another like big for full circle moment um just after listening to his music for years you know seeing him at shows almost linking and shooting multiple times and like falling through to like finally having something that's out there and released is definitely like a very important moment to me yeah no that's just so cool though to to get and sh- shoot a music video for thousand man Fawny, like really direct it and everything it, what else could you ask for cole what what else Hell yeah i gotta for that that funny video i gotta shout out my my bros eric and ollie they worked on it and shot it with me too and uh couldn't have done it without them hey shout out eric shout out ollie man we appreciate you for for getting that work done man thank you cool not only do you do everything we've talked about up to this point you're also a manager for for an up-and-coming artist that I've I'm actually tapped into even before I knew you. Yeah, that's crazy. I saw you I saw you were following him and I was like, damn. That is, um I don't wanna I don't wanna fuck up his name. I apologize in advance. How do you say just tell me just tell the audience? It's just so it, it's just it's just M B Shola. So that's what I thought. That's what yeah. I thought. But yeah. I've been fucking up names recently on this podcast. I'm not going to let it happen anymore because what is it? What sense does it make for me to even fucking try it? MB Shola. I've been fucking with him for a minute now. I I just stumbled across him. I have no idea how either, but you know, like one of those things. You're just fire. Hmm? I say you're just tapped in too. Real shit. Thank you. I appreciate that. I I try my best to be as tapped in as possible, Cole, as you know. But talk to me. How did this all happen? How do you know MB Sholin? What's it like being a manager? Because that's a whole different part of your game right now. Yeah. Uh, so he, so I met him when I moved to Atlanta in eighth grade, like I mentioned earlier, like just in school and we became friends. And so I've been friends with him since like that middle school time. But I think probably around like, maybe like the end of ninth grade or like 10th grade I don't I don't know I don't remember if like it was on his accord that he started making music but like I also do remember like kind of encouraging him to like try at least um and then it's just been a slow progression of like like he was one of the people I shot my first videos with and um you know was doing cover arts with for like one of the first people that I could like do cover arts for um so like it's just like like, you know, that's like my brother, like you feel me. And it's just, we've been able to, you know, you know, obviously I appreciate having him there to be able to do videos for and make cover art for, and he appreciates me being able to do that stuff for him. So, you know, we have like, besides our friendship, we have this like, you know, mutual relationship. Um, But in terms of like management, you know, I, you know, we're obviously not at like any sort of you know, super big mainstream level yet, but a lot of it is just kind of helping, you know, plan 
um, releases, whether it's singles or projects and, you know, organizing cover art, whether I'm doing that or somebody else is doing that, finding, um, you know, because I'm in Chicago and he's in Atlanta right now. So it's finding other people to shoot videos and, you know, do the whole video or send it to me for me to edit it. Um, but it's also, you know, trying to find connections and get, you know, um, him tapped in with new producers, opportunities for shows, um, you know, opportunities with hosts to do drops. Um, there's, there's a lot. And we spend a lot of time on the phone, just like every, like, I remember the first tape he dropped was, I mean, he dropped tapes like years ago, but his first like tape where he really like was where he really planned it out. And like, there's meaning behind it was like last, this time last year. And honestly, we probably talked on the phone, like five days out of the week for like an hour or two every night for like four or five months planning it and just like to spend that much time and then have a, like a final product is like really an accomplishment that is uh such a cool story and i love to hear a relationship that has lasted for so long since the eighth grade to where you guys are now putting both of your art out into the world but you kind of kind of helping him achieve his vision whatever it may be spending that time with him. I have very, very high hopes for MB Shola, and I think people should definitely go take a listen to him if they're not tapped in yet. He's oh, very yeah. low-key right now, though, but get on get on the train before it leaves the station, right, Cole? Tell him. It's, it's been crazy to see his progression over the years, like, itself, like, just, you know, recording, mixing, producing. Like, he still has, he still has work to do. I know that, and he knows that, too. But just... Uh, to see where he is now compared to a few years ago to think about where he's going to be a few years from now is crazy yeah and i will a thousand percent be tuned in to the show that is mv shola hell yeah we appreciate that. always 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 cool couple quick questions for you right now you ready yes sir who is your biggest inspiration when it comes to music video directors, editors, whoever in that realm, who do you yeah. who is the person that you look up to the most? You'd say and gotten the most inspiration from. I would say like definitely one of them is definitely Lone Wolf, um, director, great director, shooter, editor. Um, not as much anymore. At one time, it was definitely Cole Bennett during like the early lyrical yep. lemonade days. Um, dot com Nervin as well. Yep. Um, Fire. And but I'd say right now it's really just mainly like my friends that edit and do videos and my, that direct like just you know going on Instagram and seeing them put out a new edit or a new music video they worked on it's always like crazy to see what they do and then it makes me want to you know work harder or do something new or do something different um, and that's just honestly my favorite thing about that this community really. Yeah, I completely agree. I always see when I see people I'm close to like working, grinding, going up, like it just motivates me. Damn, let's go record another podcast. Like, let's try it. Let's let's see if we could get some more songs in. Let's do anything about let's do something. Let's just do something. Yeah. You know, I just want to do something. I'm motivated. I'm excited to go do something at the very least. So it's so important to have those people around you motivating you and pushing you to, you know almost perfect your craft you see like a dope at it and you're like damn exactly because mm -hmm. a lot of people could you know see somebody else's work like 
you know, and get jealous of like, oh, they got to work with this artist or like, you know, you know, talk shit about it because it's better than their work when you should really just be using it as motivation and inspiration and show love and you'll get, you know, they'll show love back to you. Couldn't agree more. Cool. Who is the dream artist that you'd love to shoot a music video for? Uh, Only one person. I would say right now it's definitely still Uno because I have to like, I have to get that one on my bucket list. And I, I really hope that's something I could do like in the next, I don't want to do that really super soon necessarily. Like if I could do that in the next like three to five years, hopefully, you know, if he's still like putting out music and making music, because I'm just thinking like two, three years from now, like I could really have a, you know, upgraded setup. I could be able to do bigger production shit and deal with larger budgets um, and really do what I would want to do. Um, but I definitely would have to say that because I've, you know, got a video with Bonnie. I'd say the only other person could be lucky. They, yeah. they, they're both right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's, that's a, yeah, that's very, very elite too, though. That the, those are two people I 100% would love to see a music video from you in the future. But I'm an optimist at heart, Cole. It's going to happen. Yeah, it has to. I know it will. It's going to happen. Exactly. I exactly. I love the optimism as well. Cole, what is the best music video, in your opinion, that you've been credited on? Even if it's like the, the smallest thing or you directed the whole thing, what's the best music video you've ever, you've ever been a part of, in your opinion? First one that comes to your head, something had to come to your head. It's, damn. One of the, the see, this one's kind of personal. I really like the um, In the End by Hard Rock. Um, that's a really great video, but I, I don't know if that's the best one. You feel me? I love that music video. I'm so angry because I forgot to write that down. I'd even mention you did that. And I meant to write that down because I had Tony show uh, the real runs. And because that song to me, Osama Sun, the X and Sex, X and Sex, Hard Rock, in the end, one of my favorite songs I heard last year. It's perfect. It's a, it's a crazy track. It's a crazy video, too. I've watched that music video like 30 times. Yeah, I remember, I remember like, you know, obviously when you're working on a music video, you know, it's the video's unreleased, you know, yeah, so like yeah, I yeah. remember seeing the video for the first time when it was like got past to me to do my thing and I was like, oh shit, like. What did you do for it exactly? So I did some um of the CRT analog stuff on there on with messing with my TVs. um, And yeah, that was definitely about a year ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, yeah. There's, yeah. There's actually a second hard rock video that um has yet to come out and I don't think is honestly ever coming out, unfortunately, um, that I have worked on too. So rest what song me. was it for, if you could say? Well, the, actually the song has has been leaked. It's called Loadout. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. That's a fire ass song. Yeah. Yeah, that video. Oh yeah. He He posted uh, the snippet. Yeah, he posted the snippet. The snippet video. is like yeah. posted on YouTube and Posted on like you know Instagram. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that so many times. Yep. I I don't know I don't know what's what the holdup was with the video, but they never dropped it, and it's too late now, honestly. So I'm yeah, hoping- nah, it definitely is. But yeah, that's a legendary song though. Hard rock, 
is a favorite. Oh, I mean, I've said it multiple times already, but he's my favorite artist. Has been for a minute now. Yeah, he's but great. So good, bro. So good. Crazy. So, Cole, tell me, what's the long term vision? What like? I usually I usually like to ask, you know, five years. Where do you see yourself? But yeah. I kind of want to know what's the long term vision though for you. Like, where do you see yourself? Because I'd like to imagine if you could and you can, you'd like to make this your career. You'd like to wake up every day and this is what you'd like to do. So what, what does the vision look like? How can we get there? And how are you going to get there specifically? Yeah. You don't got to listen. You don't got to get, we don't have to get so, so crazy right now with exact specifics, but paint a picture for me, please. What's the vision? What's a perfect life look like for you? Yeah. I mean, there's, I, you know, I'm at this point where I'm, about to graduate college in this spring you know eight seven six seven months from now and so I think about that a lot you know yep. like that's like a real life starting um, yep. um and I think you know going down the road five ten years like nothing that I do now is going to change you know I'm always going to be doing the same things and, and I'm just going to be adding more to my repertoire of you know skills like like I'm about to start learning how to do like 3D stuff on Blender, for example. Mm. So there's always more stuff I can and want to learn. Um, but like with all this stuff, you know, I would love to, you know, one day have like a production team or, you know, a production studio. That's one side of it. But also, um, you know, in terms of like more like fine art stuff, I would love to be selling prints of my like personal um photo projects for you know thousands tens of thousands of dollars like I think I think realistically like when I'm done with school um, I'm gonna just keep working at my job and uh, keep doing the video stuff but I'm gonna like really try and get into some galleries um, in probably you know local in Chicago here to start with and try and start getting showings or selling prints but that's just, you know, going to always be a, along the side thing with all of the music video cover art stuff that I do deal and involved with in the music industry. But I also just want to branch out outside of rap too. Like I'm really interested in trying to do videos for singers, you know, indie bands, rock, mm -hmm. punk, whatever, like, and seeing what I can do with those different styles of music. Yeah. That was a phenomenal answer. That really, really was phenomenal. I can't wait to be the one walking into the gallery, seeing, seeing, seeing a cold print. I'll buy that shit ten thousand dollars, fifteen, twenty. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the price tag is. It'll be w worth anything because, yeah, that's what the future's gonna look like. But I love that. I love that. I totally think that's an achievable goal. Don't see why not. Yeah, Talent clearly is there, and. I believe in the video production studio. I believe in that too. That'll all come true. Like you're, you're, you're going to have your hands in so many different things, man. I really do believe that going forward, whether it's photography, uh, shooting music videos, obviously editing things, management, like you're, you're so tapped in well-rounded, man. Very, very excited for your future call to say the least. And the yeah. presence, there's too much to be excited for right now. Anyways. Hell yeah. I really appreciate that. Nah, dude. Thank you for giving a clear vision, though. Because it's a tough thing to answer, but, you know, if you think about it enough and you really 
say, okay, this is a path from A to B, and this is kind of what yeah. I want, we can figure out how to get there, man. We can figure it yeah, out. For sure. So, Cole, I mean, the last, well, not the last question, but the last question before it, the same two questions I asked at the end every time is, who's next up? Who's the next artist that's going to blow? Other than MB, MB Shola. Yeah. We, 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 we know that. But who yeah. right now are you listening to that you're like low-key, like try to give me someone that you know for a fact I may not even know or someone else might not know. Like bless the people right now. Um. Well, l- let me start by saying two artists you probably know. So w- one of them, 13 Degrees. If yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two time expressions podcast guest legends. Um, to my boy, fuck Omar. Um, hell yeah, hell um, yeah. If you're not tapped into him, like you're missing out. He's got Omar he, a legend. He, I think he's dropping a project soon, also. Um, a third one that you may not know. I might have to pull up the SoundCloud real quick. All right, do it live, do it live. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, have you, let's see, let's see. Daredevil could be next too. That's another option. Uh, Zucchini fire so is daredevil too excuse me uh dirt ball dirt ball is crazy he's like 2s dirt ball he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's definitely on some other shit from atlanta right now yeah he uh, just um he's just in an interview with uh, our generation music yeah i watched that the other day it was pretty yeah, same same um yeah honestly that's a, like Really, like, the the upcoming artists I've really been tapped in with right now, Heavy, are really, like I said, 13, Omar, Zucchini, uh, Nisus, of course. He's still he's still on the rise. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking for I'm looking for who's next. It's been it's been a, definitely a couple months since I've, like, found a new artist. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of like at this point waiting for the next one. But um, there's definitely a lot out there I got to find. Yeah. Well, no, those are every single person you name, though. I'm a, I'm definitely a big fan of, and you're you've gotten all those right. My boy Thirteen's about to go crazy. Omar about to go crazy for sure. Uh obviously, Wavy's Revenge. Wavy's Revenge is crazy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole, this has on. been this has been absolutely legendary. Really, this is definitely one of the, my favorite podcasts I've done to date. Uh, to have someone like you on with from a whole different perspective that we've never had on the show before. So thank you so much for doing this. Tell the people, where can they find you though? Where can they find more of uh, your IG, Skull Crusher, all your work, portfolio, tell the people. Not well, first, yeah, I appreciate you having me on the show and this opportunity is really like the first interview I've ever done. Um, Mm -hmm. um, So this is, this is big and cool to me. Um, But yeah, follow, you can follow me on Instagram at, at C O L E G R Z N. It's also the same on the website, www.colegrzn.com. Um, besides that, tap into the host page, Skull Crusher Radio. Um, find some good tunes, Put get put on some new artists. Um, and if you want to do anything creative, just put in hard work and time and it'll pay off. Yeah. Well, you just, you, you, you jumped ahead there. My last question is, Cole. Any last words for the people out there? A closing statement. That yeah, could be the I closing mean, statement, but if you want to take another shot, you got it. No, yeah, we could. Yeah, I mean, just with anything you want to do in life, whether it's creative, whether it's a goal, whether it's literally anything, as long as you 
put in the hard work and the time and the key is consistency as long as there's all of those things it's going to pay off you know you can't spend hours or days weeks months working on something um to get nowhere um as long as you're consistent like you can't work on something you know once a month if you really want to improve gotta be every day even when you don't want to do it you got to do it and you're going to thank yourself down the road talk to him cole talk to him out there he's telling the truth he's he's telling the truth whether or not you believe that or not it is the truth you gotta just do the work cole legendary man thank you so much for coming on the pod again bro it's much appreciated thank you i appreciate it for real yes sir always and to everyone listening to the expressions podcast thank you very 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 much and until next time